Everybody, welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor, man. It's been uh it's been two days since the mask mask mandate has eased off. Yeah, yeah. And and how has it been? How has it been? Um I've I've just been like like what you said, easing it off lah. Uh-huh. So, so I'm not so like previously I was like very scared that people would be staring at me and all that in restaurants and all. I still wear yeah. my mask. I still bring my mask around. But um, yeah, I'm just uh, like okay, I'm I'm a bit more chill about it. I'll still put on my mask when I can remember to. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you know, um, it's been an easing off. Like, I would say it wasn't a just like it, there wasn't Freedom Day for me. How about you? Uh, I would say I mean where I don't need to wear mask, I don't. Mm. Uh, but I do feel like today a few times I entered the lift when we were mm. going to our office and there were both times everyone else was wearing a mask except me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm like, uh, the only time where I wear a mask when I technically don't need to is if I get a ride share or something. Mm. Uh, mm. I would just wear the mask because I don't know, I don't, uh, maybe in the future I might ask the driver if he's okay if I took off the mask. Mm. But mm. I think now, especially seeing articles of like drivers sharing that they are worried that people not wearing the mask might become the norm. That's the only mm. exception. Everywhere else, I don't need to wear. I don't fucking wear a mask. So you you only seek consent. You only seek consent in in that I situation. I only uh. seek consent. Uh. What do you mean? <laughs> I only seek consent. <laughs> That's a very loaded question. Uh. I'm just trying to catch you. Just yeah. trying to catch you with a funny. I analogy. always, I always seek consent. <laughs> I always seek consent before you take it off, lah. Yeah, yeah. Before I take it off. Hey, Terrence, get your mind out of the gutter la. Can't help it, man. What? It's like Record this is, late at night, only get all these lit. dirty, dirty ideas. <laughs> it's not dirty. It's not dirty. It's, it's you who are inserting the dirty. Anyway, but yeah. yeah so we are recording at 11pm. Yeah. Yeah, we are re- recording late today, but it was almost like we just knew we had to record something. La. We just yeah, had yeah. to. La. Yeah, this, had this, to. this was one of those days where we didn't even need to debate the first topic because we were like, Correct. we have to talk about this. Yeah. There's no but other way. Yeah. But before we jump to that topic, uh, yeah. is there something that we want to plug? Um, I guess just good old Reddit. Uh, we're mm. closing in uh, on 2,000 Redditors. Mm. Um, always appreciate the comments. I think someone posted uh, news, uh, the first piece of news that we're going to be talking about. But I mean, yeah, yeah so, so we always look forward to seeing the discussions there. And of course, the memes. Keep the memes yeah. coming, man. Keep the memes yeah, coming. Keep the memes coming. Good but Reddit, yeah. yes. Yes. Yeah. We have to talk uh, about this topic because it's foremost on everyone's minds. Eh? Yeah, I will say that uh, it only entered my consciousness like midway through the day when I was yeah. in the office with Terrence and Terrence told me, yo man, have you heard? I was like, heard yeah. about what? He was like, Joseph yeah. Schooling. I was like, heard what? Yeah. What about Joseph Schooling? He was like, you don't know? Then I was like, no lah, I haven't checked my news yet. Uh, oh, we're so, not recording. So, just, yeah. so basically, another situation where like this... You know, this guy who who does a, a huge current affairs podcast in Singapore. Yeah. Uh, you know, like half the day has gone by and he still doesn't know like what everyone is talking about in current are affairs. We, are we, are we record, were we, were we supposed to record a podcast in the afternoon, Terrence? No, no, but, but in general, yeah. just, yeah, we're supposed so, to yeah. record podcasts sometime so, today. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. my news in bursts, <laughs> okay? I get my news in bursts. I, do, I don't need the always on like every latest piece of news I need to get. No, 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 no. I don't. I check it mm. periodically. And just so happened today, the first half of the day, we had some other stuff to take care of. I didn't mm. check the news. Got didn't it, check the it, news. Okay. 
But then when I read it, I was like, oh my god. But just curious, what what when I told you that there was some big news about Joseph schooling, what was the first thing in your mind that you imagined it was? I mean, okay, so you were kind of like you had this wouldn't like just uh, a look that okay, some shit just went down, mm. right? Mm. Uh, that this is big news, mm. um, and not the like oh my god, he won another medal kind. You you mm. almost like okay, this is going to be a topic that it's just interesting, like it's just interesting. Yeah, and I mean, I, I knew immediately yeah, yeah. we wouldn't even need to debate like what yeah. topic to talk about. This this would be the topic. Uh. And by interesting, to me, that just means that there are many angles to it. Uh, and there are. There are fucking lot of ang- lo- lots of angles to this. So when I Google it, I was like, oh, shit. The moment I saw no, so, it. Uh, so yeah, yeah what, was, what was it? What do you think it was initially? Uh, I thought some definitely some scandal. Mm. Uh, some sort of like, I don't know, could be romance scandal or mm-hmm. some sort of scandal or mm-hmm. or something that he went against the authority went against the authorities or he said F you to Mindef or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You, you could argue that what he did was essentially all uh, that. And right? F you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could argue. You could argue. It's yeah. all that and more. So maybe yes. without without beating around the bush, maybe there's someone mm-hmm. else who clicked on our podcast, uh, who also gets his news or her news in spurts and has no mm-hmm. idea what the fuck we're talking about. What yes. is the first topic, Terence? It is uh, our Singapore's golden boy of sports, of swimming, mm. uh, Joseph Schooling, has mm. confessed to taking uh, consuming cannabis, or otherwise also known as marijuana, yeah. uh, while on a training stint overseas, uh, training for the SEA Games, uh, right? Yeah, in May. Yeah. In May yeah. 2027 in Hanoi. 2027. 2022. 2022. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, we're talking about... He's like, 27 uh, years old. He's 27 yeah, years old. About four months ago? Four, uh, five months? Uh, three months ago. Three months ago. Three months ago. Quite recent. Quite recent. Yeah, yeah, when he was on short-term disruption from NS to take mm. part in the Southeast Asian Games where he won two yeah. gold medals and one bronze. Mm. So, 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 I think there are some people yeah. who may not understand I mean you, you know Singapore is very strict on they, they might know Singapore is very strict on drug laws but why is he why is this still a big deal even though he is uh, he took it overseas lah, right yeah because according to the rules in Singapore mm. uh, under the Misuse of Drugs Act if mm. you are Singaporean and if you consume drugs abroad uh, when you come back to Singapore and you if you test positive it will be based on the rules that apply to anyone who took those drugs in Singapore. Mm. So, yeah. so basically what Singapore is saying, we don't give a fuck where you smoke your drugs or inhale mm. your drugs. If you are in Singapore, if you test positive, all of you are going to get the same punishment. Mm-hmm. There's no difference. Even if you took the drugs in Amsterdam, yeah. where it is legal, yeah. uh, you would be uh, uh, like tried as a drug abuser in Singapore. Lah. Mm-hmm. So and the other wrinkle, yeah. but there's another wrinkle as well, right? Is that yeah. he is actually in the midst of his national service, yeah, and uh, which is you know mandatory for all Singaporeans, and and he has deferred his national service because he is, after all, our gold medal winner from the Olympics, yeah. Um, so he's deferred to compete and train for competitions, but technically he is still considered under the jurisdiction of uh, Mindef, right? Yeah, he's, exactly. all he has is disrupted his NS. It's not that he he is not uh doing his NS like, right? Yeah. So yeah. so that's the that that's the the tricky part like, Because mm. okay, so I mean, just to give a recap, is that um he has he was on short term disruption to train uh in mm. Singapore. They there are very strict drug policies. If mm. you are caught 
abusing drugs while you're doing NS, then you will be tried in military court. Lah, mm, and which then you go has to detention, detention barracks. barracks. Not, not, Otherwise not, not known jail. as DB. Yeah. yeah it's also it's, it's military jail. Lah. So it's, yeah, military uh, jail. I mean, we, we've, we've heard stories and, and uh, it, I mean, in my estimation, it sounds a lot worse than normal jail, right? Yeah, that's what we've heard uh, firsthand from someone who did go to DB mm. uh, and he did tell us some stories and we're like, oh shit, I always thought that DB is like jail light. But mm. no, man, it sounds like a fucking shithole. Um, yeah. But the, the, the thing, the certain certain things apply to the military court. La. Like if you are, mm. let's say you are caught uh, for this offense, like Joseph Schooling is, the punishment will be, I think, nine months DB. Um, mm. But it won't cause a criminal record in the civilian, in your civilian records. Mm. It won't. It won't, right? So there's, there's a few other intricacies here, but another, I wouldn't say wrinkle, but another facet to this whole thing, right, is that mm. he didn't actually test positive. Mm. Yeah. He confessed to taking, uh, consuming cannabis in May 2022. Yeah. Yeah. And then his test came out negative. And then right, now right. he's been put on a supervised urine test regime for six months, which just means that he will be tested uh, uh, regularly. regularly. But yeah. the, the downside is all his disruption privileges, his, his, his stuff, his leave allot, uh, allotment from Indef, uh, because he is such an elite athlete, has been taken away. And he cannot mm. train for the next six months during this uh, regime which means that likely he will not be able to compete in the Asian Games next year and mm. uh, the Sea Games as well. I thought Sea Games is every two years. Uh, I, I think yeah, the event extends to that, right? His national service extends all the way there, lah. Oh, because it will be extended. Yeah. Uh, I see. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, mean yeah. This, but no, but these six months would still count towards his NS, right? Uh, I'm not sure, but but I've, what what I've just been reading is that yeah. Uh, the C games, his even his C games tend to be affected. Uh. Yeah, so so it's just like wow, and of course there's been countless news articles uh around it, and even I feel that why are there so many news articles? But as I say that, I also realize that we ourselves are creating a piece of news by recording this podcast about it because yeah. it is it is like okay, so when you saw the news, right? What oh, was sorry, your first... just to yeah. just to correct, it's the the next C games is actually in twenty twenty three. Oh, so it's uh, even it's the backlog yeah, from yeah. COVID. Eh? Probably, that's my guess. There probably was a 2021 edition that got pushed to 2022. Lah. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, oh, correct, okay, correct. Okay. That's, that's, the yeah. case, that's the case. That's why Joseph Schooling also uh, had to wait almost like a whole year to, to be able to Oh, compete, like, I yeah. see, I see. Yeah, so Asian Games and Common uh, Sea Games next year. But what was your first thought when you saw the article? Lah? When you saw the articles, uh, when you Google Joseph Schooling? Um, I mean, I, I, the article came in to, I think, Telegram one of your feeds, or something. Uh, uh. Yeah, one of the feeds, but, um, can, can I say I'm, I'm not surprised at all? I oh, remember man, why, Michael why, why? Phelps, uh. Michael Phelps himself, like, uh, I think he was caught with like a, a bong, uh, a bong once yeah. on, 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 on camera at a party after he won the, the record haul at the, the Beijing, Beijing Olympics. Uh. The nine, so, nine goals. Uh. Yeah, so I'm like, um, you know, I mean, this guy is a freaking Olympian, gold, gold medalist, everything, and he he was just. I mean, Michael Phelps, I was just chilling out uh, and doing what a lot of uh, people his age do in school in the US. Uh, you know, people his age in the US, that's what they do, like, right? At parties and all. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, So it's it's 
because I mean I'm sure training and 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 you know being a uh an athlete a national athlete a gold medal winning athlete right probably comes with a lot of stresses a lot of uh challenges like and and probably um yeah this is this is part of the way that he he thought he could you know r and r rest and relax uh but yeah i mean no no i'm not i'm not advocating or saying that that's what he did was right but i'm just explaining how he might have come to the situation where you know the there was a recreational drug available for his for his use mm. and uh, he decided to just partake in it lah. so you're saying yeah. you're not surprised that this happened um because i mean elite athletes undergo so much stress that yeah. of course they need to de-stress yeah and i i mean uh, i think at the level of like uh, competition and all that uh it, it might come in the form of you know drug use but it might it can come in other ways as well like i mentioned Remember everyone's favorite uh basketball idol Michael Jordan had a huge gambling addiction, right? Mm, mm. The very well well documented gambling addiction, and that's just probably part of the competitive nature that he has now. You know, it's it, it fuels other kinds of vices in in the, these athletes' lives. Uh. So mm. I mean, surprise, surprise! This athlete has uh also has you know has his own demons and his own vices. Uh, you know, you see it in a lot of elite athletes and and. And those who have risen to stardom, you know, through the through the athletic endeavors, lah. Yeah, athletic no, but, endeavors. Yeah, but I think even that is a statement that that is a bit uh of an of a extrapolation, right? Because mm. it might just be a one off thing, right? Mm. It might just be a mm. one off thing. Um, it's not say it's a it's an addiction or a vice. Um, right. which is why my first reaction when I saw the headlines was like, ah, oh, fuck! Not because I find it surprising. It's mm. just you know that this, or at least I know that this is one of those things that is almost non-negotiable in Singapore. Mm. And previously, when he had to be enlisted for NS, I think mm. everyone had the hope, uh, and it was warranted hope, lah, because it did come mm. come true that he will get deferred to train for his dream and to bring success to Singapore. But when mm. I saw Joseph schooling cannabis, right, I'm like, okay, this is fucked. There's mm. no way that the SAF or the authorities can back down if he does test positive because mm. if he gets some sort of pardon or leniency, that would mm. be elitism to the max, right? Is there, is there really no way? I mean, you've I, heard of how in Korea and South Korea, big K-pop stars, you know, they get yeah. uh, special treatment in the military. La. Even if they... Right. Yeah, in the special treatment in the military is fine. But after mm. you, you break a law, much less the mm. drug law, in mm. Singapore, wow, mm. I think it's going to be fucking hard, man. Uh, mm. And you can imagine the authorities doubling down and not kowtowing specifically because they cannot be seen as an institution with double standards or mm. or an institution that condones acts like this just because the person, the accused is someone famous. Mm. Which is why it's mm. damn sad. It's fucking yeah. sad. It, it, I mean, it, it's... Okay, let's say you're... Even if you're like Let's say you are you are the minister of defense right now, right? Yeah. And even if you you want to be seen, you know, uh, you you want to help Joseph Schooling, like Maybe let's let's assume that it was a momentary uh lapse in judgment, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a one-off thing, and you want to forgive this guy because he's done so much for the Singapore sporting history and fraternity. Yeah. It's like how do you how do you even put that into practice? Like how do you get you know how do you even PR your way out of like giving him a giving him a chance, right? Yeah. Um, 
everyone is watching you to see whether you you apply the same standards of punishment to him as you would anyone else who who's caught taking drugs in the SAF lah. So so yeah. it's like everyone's eyes are on you as the as a minister, you know, of defense and all. So um you can't you can't be seen to flinch like if not yeah like like you say like charges of elitism of like uh of 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 favoring you know like um the elites in our society will just come and haunt you until election day yeah so that's why that's why it's damn tricky i mean um there's been a whole range of reactions a shit ton mm. of news articles like mm. today CNA Street Times all I have seven articles on Joseph Schooling each mm. they talk mm. about the timeline and then even yeah. Street, Street Times has this weirdly titled uh, sub, uh, article for subscribers only Joseph Schooling mm. a hero has foolishly tripped let's pick him up and then the first paragraph mm. Mm. Um, it just feels damn dramatic la, which is a bit ironic because the mm. uh, Author is this guy called Rohit Bridgenath and I watched an interview mm-hmm. with him on Straits Times about this issue and he actually took a very, how you say, uh, empathetic approach to Joseph Schooling saying that, okay, mm. uh, here is someone who is an Olympic gold medalist, someone who confirm mm. holds himself to high standards, someone mm. who is committed, driven, and he had a lapse of judgment. La. But then mm. also thinking about the stress that, that elite athletes face, Joseph Schooling lost his dad last November, mm. November 2021. Mm. Um, he's mm. had a rocky patch of performance. So mm. he was going through a lot of stuff and uh, this this guy's question, Rohit, was basically, how did someone at the peak of his powers in 2016, mm. like what what were the circumstances maybe that were out of his control that led to this? Mm. You know? So I just thought, I was like, oh, okay, that's an interesting way of looking at it. But then, uh, by and large, it's, I think generally people are like, okay, la, there's no no one calling for pardon. La. Have you seen anyone mm, calling mm. for pardon? Um, I mean, a lot of people are pointing out that the law itself seems overreaching. Yeah. In the sense that if he's in a country where marijuana use is legal, which I, I mean, I think in Thailand it is legal, yeah, if I'm not yeah. wrong, or legal for at least for medical use or whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, let's say he's in a country that where it's legal, then what harm has he done? La? You know? Like you yeah. technically you go to another country and you eat let's say you eat some food there that happens to be unavailable and maybe illegal in Singapore or something like that. Uh does that mean does that mean you should be arrested or so? Lah? Of course mm. uh, of course the drugs and food I guess are very different uh they're very different areas. Lah. But I, I think that's where people are saying, Hey, I didn't know that the law is so far reaching and, and it even sounds like it's overreaching. Lah. Is it is there um Maybe it's time to relook that law, lah. But but one thing for sure is that the the the, the like I mentioned, the added wrinkle of the SAF thing, um, just cements for me that uh, there's there's very little uh, wiggle room for this to ha- for for that to happen, lah. The added wrinkle of the SAF, the SAF, that he did it while he was disrupting uh, his NS was disrupted and all that, lah, right? Because uh, uh, uh. um, you know, the SAF is just a stickler for all these kind of things, lah, like. Anyone who's been through army knows that uh, you always get the warnings of like, oh, whatever you do, even outside of camp, uh, you can get caught. Then they 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 can take down your name and rank and everything, and then charge you in the military court, lah, right? Mm-hmm. So so we we've during those two years, two and a half years or what, you're just trained to really like, okay, don't don't fuck around and and get in trouble, even when you book out weekends, lah, right? Because mm. because that can 
that can get you in real trouble even back when you're back in camp. La. There's no yeah. separation of your life in and out of camp. Um, yeah. But I want to ask you that. So, if, let's say there, let's say there was a pardon. Uh. Let's say, I mean, against against everything that we are, we are speculating. Let's say, they just say, okay, this guy, because he is our gold medal, gold medal wonder boy and everything, there is a pardon. Would you personally approve of that? La? Uh, I would say no. Mm. Yeah. You're, so you're so you are the, the draconian. You are draconian. Team, no, no. You are team uh, down with schooling. <laughs> Is there a team down with schooling? No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying. It's this, just it's that. Just okay, I, generally, yeah. I totally don't agree with the law. I totally don't agree that. Uh, okay, if you partake in such uh substances abroad, you come back to Singapore. It just feels like yeah, like um then the whole thing, oh, you know, you're subject to the ju- jurisdiction of just the country you're in and outside and blah, that all falls to pieces. Um but then until the law gets changed, it should be a law that applies to everyone. Uh regardless mm. of race, language or religion, uh of him mm. or number mm. of Olympic medals. So yeah. if he gets a pardon, right, then it really does feel like, uh, I mean, there was a message that he's sending out. If you achieve a lot, then okay, like rules don't apply to you. And even though that might be true in the world, even mm. though that might mm. be true, like in the background, uh, I don't think it's something that can be in front, lah. But what about you, ah? Uh? Mm. Um, Let's say Halima comes, uh, comes to you. Yeah. Hey, Terence, uh, just checking, ah, uh, Terence. Seeking, uh, seeking my advice. Yeah, just, just checking, ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, I'm thinking of pardoning Joseph. Joseph, what do you mm. think? Uh? Um, I I mean I I get your point about the law having having to apply equally for everyone, but at the same time, you know, what we have in front of us is uh, a generational is, talent, is it? Yes, he's a once in a lifetime talent, and there's a very limited window on his on his uh success, lah, right? Uh, like this, I mean, he's 27 years old now. He has talked about maybe even retiring from professional swimming. Um, maybe even the Sea Games or the Asian Games could have been his last hurrah already, you know? Um, and now we are taking him away from the opportunity. Mm. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying that it's an opportunity. I'm not even talking about it as an opportunity for him. We're taking him away from the opportunity that Singapore has one big last hurrah at the next Sea Games with our wonder boy, Joseph Schooling. La. Mm. You know, and um, I mean, technically, he. I, I'm just thinking, like, if there was some kind of pardon to be set in place, right? Could it be a more contained kind of a pardon where it's like, okay, maybe we will still allow you to just get through, uh, to to compete in the next the next Sea Games and the next Asian Games. Then after that, we will punish you, you know, or the 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 same punishment that's applied to. To, to anyone else will be applied to you. La. So he has a running tab, uh, right? Then like correct, in correct, 10 yeah. years' time, he just serves all his offenses. <laughs> it's like you can defer NS, then why don't you defer DB also? Defer the DB punishment. Also. Defer DB, yeah. Defer, defer DB. the detention barracks. Yeah, it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, they're going to have to investigate. They're going to have to charge him in military and everything. And all that is... is it's, it's a long process also, right? It's not yeah. going to be immediate. Uh, uh, apparently, Sports SG is going to look in detail at the events that mm. led up to him taking cannabis. Yeah, um, yeah. I would still say no. Why? Yeah? Because then you're kind of placing that much weight on this once-in-a-lifetime talent, which even if it's mm. true, right? 
Mm. Um, I don't think it's a it's a good kind of practice that 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 uh how you say uh, that because you're talented in one area, then you can yeah get away with breaking the law lah. Yeah, it just feels mm. like okay, the law. Then if you've got all these rules, right? Then suddenly in future, if you make above five million dollars a year, uh, or if you start a company that is a unicorn, you also can smoke drugs, lah. Just one, one. Harish. You get one. You get one Harish. pass. You get one pass a year. Wake up, wake up, wake up, and welcome no, to the real no, world. That no, is no. how the world operates. Right? No, that exactly. is how the world operates. So that yeah. is how the world operates, and I hate it. But <laughs> that's how the world operates. Like. In the background, in the underbellies, in mm. I don't know above uh, the the elite skies, but yeah, for something I you know how like, naive you know how naive you sounded when you were saying that. It's not oh, as if you you will get away no, if you're a unicorn or no, founder no. of a unicorn, you make five million dollars. I'm like, dude, that no, is life, man. Of that is course, life. of course, Terence. <laughs> of course, I know that's fucking life, dude. Of course, life is unfair, and of course, I know that kind of shit happens. But I'm saying. Uh, on mm. paper, that kind of stuff mm. cannot be allowed. Mm. La. Of mm. course, people break rules every day. I jaywalk so much, uh, even mm. though that I know, like, uh, by right, I shouldn't. La. Mm. But, mm. but, 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 I would never say, okay, the rule for jaywalking should apply only sometimes. Mm. Cannot. La. But you mean, Correct. what, what, for you, for you, if you had to answer that, um, you would pardon him? I, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, if I was the president or that, I might yeah. look at, is there a way that we can we make sure that he still gets punished, still puts up, still be put on a drug free regimen and everything, but, but can train, still you know compete and represent Singapore at least for the next one two years lah, you know. Really, um, you would think that uh? I mean, I because that's me, already I, loosening to the ru- loosening the rules, right? You're already changing changing correct, the rules correct. for this specific individual. Yeah, correct. But you know, like 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 like, like what I, I've been illustrating is that, um. There's, you know, the there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's a lot of shenanigans that go on, you know, where where a lot of people get away with a lot of different things already, like, Right? And if there's some overall net benefit to society of another Singaporean winning a gold medal and making us all feel proud and all that, that might actually be to me in in, in terms of utility, lah, more useful than than sending him to sending him to prison just to send a message and all that, lah, You know. Mm. So so yeah. I I just looking at it from quite a utilitarian perspective and knowing that the effects the, the impact of uh someone like this generational talent can have on society lah compared to you know uh yeah any I mean anyone else lah for really for that matter. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean um, in our history, a first ever gold medal in our history of Singapore. Yeah, yeah, but I I don't yeah. think it's going to be the last. So that's where of, of course, that's of course, where yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's where I would still say wholeheartedly no. Because mm. I think the moment it becomes this sort of like, um, yeah, case by case for something as clear cut as this. Because mm. I, as you were talking about it, I do, I did, I did realize that okay, even when in jail you get sentenced, there's a chance mm. to be released early if there's good behavior, lah, right? Mm. But mm. I'm pretty sure that what defines good behavior has already been kind of hashed out, and there are certain uh, criteria that one needs to meet, lah. So in mm. this case, uh. I yeah, they can change all this. Yeah, if you got one, criteria. if you want gold medal, <laughs> if you want gold medal for Singapore before, then you you, you can smoke you once qualify a year. For DB. You can smoke <laughs> once a year. You choose any country, you can get a free pass. You cannot yeah. caught. You just show this get out of uh, yeah. DB card. Gold once medal, a year, yeah. you get two yeah, gold yeah. medals. You can smoke twice a year. 
<laughs> so you get Michael one, Phelps, one stick yeah. for it. Yeah. Michael Phelps you for that. Smoke eight, <laughs> yeah, you can smoke eight. Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> you can smoke nine times a year. Um, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I would still say no. Uh, yeah. I, I would rather put that effort into like uh, re-looking or reviewing the rules because mm. uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate. And you know what? The saddest and almost terribly tragic uh, fact another uh, fact is that mm. when Joseph Schooling won his gold medal right the date mm. was 12th August 2016 so mm. six years ago six years later in the same fucking month mm. August mm. 12th 2016 now it's August 30th 2022 he kind of like news hit that he confessed to taking cannabis mm. so it just feels I like bet- wow six years on yeah, yeah. but yeah. That, that, that kind of, I mean uh yeah, it's it's of of course we we can you know look at like wow the coincidence and all that, but doesn't it isn't it like interesting how he you know how he ended up having to confess even though his blood test was was yeah. negative and all that. So yeah. I'm kind of curious about what were the circumstances leading to this confession as well. Like like did he get pauto by somebody? I mean there there is another swimmer who also got. Got, uh, caught that right yeah, uh, well, uh, Terrence what, what, what is Pauto for our oh, non-dialect speaking uh, uh-huh. listeners uh, you got like uh, exposed snitched or you got snitched, snitched on yeah snitched yeah, on by someone snitched yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah you got so, snitched so on did somebody see him at a party and then uh, at a party or whatever and then you know report to police or report to sports SG or whatever lah. so, so that, that's I, I'm quite you know, I'm just curious what those circumstances were. Because it that, wasn't because yeah. huh? it wasn't yeah. just Joseph Schooling. It was also another swimmer, uh, yeah. Amanda Lim, um, mm. who, I mean, she got a stern warning. So How I'm not it? sure why there's a difference. Uh, she got a stern mm. warning, warning, and Joseph Schooling is uh, in the in the news for like just uh, over every every platform. Like. Um, I mean, yeah, la. We, I mean, the NS thing, I think, uh, is it, a big thing. It definitely is a big thing, la. Yeah. I mean, going to military prison, yeah. The one nice thing to see is that Hugo Boss, uh, one of his sponsors, mm. is standing by him, la. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I respect that. Uh, I yeah. I appreciate that. And but the big yeah. question is, will Milo stand by him? Milo, man. Milo, Milo. the family-friendly Milo. <laughs> Milo, will it's you stand by your man? what Milo <laughs> and cannabis can do for you. <laughs> Maybe they start a new, a new flavor or something. Uh. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, enriched with cannabis. Yeah, oh, um, that would I mean, be... Yeah. You know, he's not the only athlete in, in, who has faced these issues. Like, you know, I think like uh, Sudhir, he mentioned one uh, for his one-shock thing was about this basketball player Brittany Greer, I think, or Green, I can't remember her name exactly. Uh, mm. Who is who got caught in Russia with uh, cannabis oil in her vape or something like that, mm. and she's been sentenced to like uh, a labor camp. You know, oh. um, I think for like multiple years. Uh. so yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's kind of crazy because like, you know, cannabis oil. I think in the in a lot of uh, more, the more liberal states in the US is legal, like, right? Mm, mm, CBD and, and all that so it's uh, she probably just brought it with her thinking that yeah you know I'm just here for the summer I can get away with this and then she got caught yeah uh, yeah so it's uh, just I mean and there's a lot you know oh free free uh, Britney Greer campaigns and uh, and all that going on 
Um, and and they think it's a political thing, like, But but I think in in this case with Joseph Schooling, it's a much more clear cut clear cut case, like, Right? Yeah, and it just yeah. feels like oh, allow it. This, uh, I mean, I think in terms of legacy wise, uh, people will still remember him for generations to come, like. In yeah, fact, yeah, this definitely. might this might add to it as well. Um, mm, mm. like if you think about it, if I were to ask you, Terence, who is mm. who who would be the most how you say uh, the biggest fall from grace if uh which Singaporean uh would have the biggest fall from grace if he tested he or she tested positive for drug abuse la? I guess mm. if one of the ministers did uh yeah they would mm. but next in line would be Joseph Schooling la, right of everyone yeah. he is he is someone that everyone young and old looks up to la. yeah. So, and like, older people were like, you know, this was, mm. he's done something that everyone previous generations thought was impossible. And for young people, it's like, okay, you've inspired me. Now I can go out and, and try this, you know? Yeah, so, man. Yeah, tough one, man. Suddenly, one. this was a sad his, day, la, sad day. Suddenly, this was like, just putting on my, my very thick tinfoil hat. This was mm. his way out of swimming. Because <laughs> he has spoken about stopping. He has spoken about Correct. retiring. Uh, maybe Correct. he's like, okay, um, yeah, this... That will be fucked up. I hope it's not the case. Mm, I hope he carries no, on no, swimming. No. I hope he bounces back. Um, and I just hope for the best for him. La. But mm. I wouldn't pardon him. La. Yeah. But sad, yeah, I think sad day. Sad day for Singapore sports to see this happen. If, if this is day. the end of his career, I think yeah, it's just not a good way to, and for his career to end. Like, like I'm sure any adult, um, they look at it also, they're like, Ugh. it's not so much the fact that oh. He's not like, oh my god, how could he do this? How could he? I think that's just like people do stupid shit, like, right? Uh, mm. If you drink too much, you get hammered. You lose your phone or you drop kick your phone into the Singapore River. Yeah, people yeah. do stupid shit, like. It just so happens that this shit is was done shit, uh. in and around Singapore, la. Yeah. <sighs> Joseph! Yeah. I don't think we can get him on a podcast for the next six months or so, la. I, I, I think... I mean, I would stay off any kind of like social media for a while if I him. Yeah. yeah. Even last time but he yeah. had this, this one thing, his spot, this spotting school that he set up with someone, his business mm. partner ran off uh, with some money. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. Just a schooling. Uh, uh. Yeah. But speaking of uh, schooling, oh, that also <laughs> oh. <laughs> brings us to our second topic, which Whoa. is about schooling. Wow, I want to segue, just segue itself, next level, man. Eh? It's a next level segue. Oh, I, was like, I was just waiting for, I was just waiting. To from the start, la, from the start of this podcast, you're just waiting <laughs> for the segue. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yes, we are, our second topic is about schooling, but not Joseph's yes. schooling. Yes. It's, we're talking about actual schooling. Yes. And what is this topic that is getting, anyone getting like, I mean, a lot of comments on online as well, la. Yeah. Um. It was an an a specific excerpt from a thirty minute interview that Straits Times had mm. with uh, Education Minister Chan Chun Singh as part of their uh big story segment. Um. Mm. And yeah, he was talking about just yeah education and um one of the things that he said uh was mm. that school alumni groups can do more to yeah. benefit students and help ease the workload of teachers such as mm. providing career talks on mental health support. Mm-hmm. So, mm. I mean, basically, yeah, like that they, the government would like to leverage these community resources and alumni capacity uh, for the good of the students like, and allow teachers yeah. to have a more balanced workload. 
So when I saw <laughs> this, okay, when you read this, uh, Terence, wow, what, what, yeah. what thoughts came to mind? Uh? Um, I mean, I think it's quite clear, like, even from our own social media and everything, that um, this recent teacher pay raise, uh, you know, hasn't it, it, you know, while it's a uh, is a step in the right direction, uh, a lot of people feel like uh, a lot of people, not not just teachers, like people themselves, feel that it's not enough, lah. You know, teachers are still very overloaded with work, still very mentally stressed, um, and there's just so much admin work for them to do, uh. So, when when I saw this headline, I'm like, I did so. I yeah, and then I saw that oh, he talked. He was thinking about getting alumni to come in and do, you know, uh, give uh, talks on career or mental health awareness and things like that. I'm just thinking, doesn't that actually just create more admin for the teachers? Because mm. we 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 have gone to schools to talk, and yeah, it's usually a teacher who voluntarily you know uh you gets us and approaches us and has to coordinate with us, and, and you know has to go through questions and what what kind of questions they're going to ask us and things like that. So it's a it's not it's a fair amount of work that goes into even just getting uh external people to come to the school, right? Yeah. So, so I'm like, how does this necessarily reduce the teacher's workload, lah? Yeah, so I mean, it almost feels like it was taken out of context because it's so. I think it's a ridiculous statement, lah. Um, yeah, but it wasn't I mean, though. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, taken out it of context, wasn't like, taken out of context. Yeah. So so, and I mean, like the the thing is about okay, getting school alumni to come and give career talks. That's one thing. But getting school alumni and specifically stating mental health support. I yeah. mean, I don't know what he's thinking. Is it just buddy support or something? Yo, like some, I know some fucked up people who went to school and are alumni of some school, right? Yeah. Um, and, they, wanna, and they are and they are very active in, in like doing all the alumni stuff as well, like, right? Yeah, and then you just ask them, hey, can you give mental health support to the students? <laughs> or what the f- <laughs> First of all, you're like belittling the experts of, in mental health. You're yeah. belittling the resources that are required. And it just feels yeah. like, this is one of those things that I can imagine an, an uncle or auntie who's disconnected from reality saying, oh, yeah, la, just ask the students to help. La. They go to yeah. school, they grow up, they can help the students. But for the education ministers who say this, it feels mm. like, whoa, um, come on, la, Chan Jun Singh, what, 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 what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, it, it does feel a bit like a, you're outsourcing the solving of uh, solvable problems to alumni who are mostly volunteers and they're not going to be you don't have to be pay them a salary and things like that, right? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's just a yeah. I did just didn't think it was the smartest I mean, suggestion. Though. I mean, you can get alumni to help out with the school activities, definitely. You know, like mm. I think even for universities from in the US, um, they have local alumni in Singapore who interview prospective mm. students has like a first yeah. round, which is yeah. which is great. But to say that okay, bring back these alumni to take the workload of teachers, it almost feels like mm. uh. First of all, it's not that easy to take the workload of teachers. Of a teacher, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, imagine, you imagine, uh, Terrence, when your son grows up, goes to primary school, and I'm the principal, I'm like, yo, Terrence, uh, yeah, certain things, uh, Mrs. Lim, he, your son's form teacher cannot do, but yeah. uh, John, who went to school 10 years ago, will be yeah. taking over la, and just counseling yeah. your son. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, John is actually not a mental health expert. Um, he's a he's a he's he he works at the casino as a blackjack dealer, la. <laughs> Um, but he's gonna give mental health support to your to your son, Terence, because yeah, yeah, he has yeah. free time during the day. 
Correct, correct. I mean, career talks, I, I get that aspect. La. And I yeah. think schools already are doing a lot of that. In fact, the fact that you and I, uh, as content creators, have gone to primary schools, have gone to secondary schools, have gone to polytechnics, uh, have gone to JC. Eh, we've gone. Have we gone to JCs? Yeah, we've gone to JCs, right? Have we gone to JCs? Uh, yeah, we have. We have. Is it? Have we? S A S A. Our alma mater has never. Oh yeah, correct. We went to JCs. Yeah, what the fuck? So primary schools, secondary school. Yeah, S A J C, man. Yeah. Our alma mater hasn't called us back. Did the but but the fact that we as content creators have been have gone to give talks means that they are thinking outside of the box a bit, lah. You know, it's no longer about just about you know, the typical kind of careers. They're thinking of like, even what, what can we expose our students to to give them a more well-rounded, uh, well-rounded understanding of what kind of careers you can pursue. Yeah, yeah. So, so I really think those things are going on. But yeah, mental health, I mean, given that, I mean, not too long ago, there was a very violent, uh, you know, thing that happened in our secondary, uh, is it secondary schools? Yeah, secondary schools. Yeah, secondary schools, right? In River Valley Secondary School that um, till to this day, we, 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 it is, we don't really know the, the what really happened uh, to the to the student in question who uh, who you know like basically went on a quite a violent spree in the school. I mean, it's not the time to be outsourcing mental health awareness to untrained professionals, like, Right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So and and, and <laughs> I mean, a lot of the funny comments I'm seeing already are like, then you might as well, huh? Then you might as well ask the you know the canteen. The can- canteen auntie to be the school counselor or something like that. <laughs> yeah, outsource outsource that to her like, Then she can do that too. So, I mean, to me, like at least that one, at least the school canteen auntie is someone who is from the school, you know. Yeah, and everything. Maybe she understands the situation better. But I'm thinking alumni, like yeah, like you said, some of them are removed from the school system for like ten years, twenty years, thirty years, even you know. What like would they they even for me, I find it hard to even fathom or understand what stresses the students are facing in school today. Who am I to like go there and tell them that like, hey this is this is what you should uh you know, this is how you should take care of your mental health and then how you deal maybe, with stress in school and all that. Uh. Maybe Chan Chun saying like forgot to add the fine print saying that it's not just any alumni, it is the alumni <laughs> who is who are working in mental <laughs> health. Of Correct. course, I wouldn't ask any then, alumni to come back and give mental health support. It is then to just, that I would say, no. Then to that I would say you have to. Then you should be paying them as professionals. Yeah, exactly. Like, not, like, exactly. Not getting them to volunteer as alumni because, yeah, if I was, if suddenly someone, if your alumni association asks you to come and then do a posting or video for free, you also be like, what the hell, right? You know. Yeah. This is my job. Why should I be doing it for free? Yeah. So it just felt like I mean then. Is it just like, oh, like cheap labor kind of thing? Like alumni want to help out and all. Um, and it is, yeah. it is. we should each play a part. Yeah, we should play a part. But well, how are you just outsource until like that? Yeah, yeah. I think there's still a lot of steps that can be taken before you you outsource mental health to to yeah, alumni. Lah. But um, yeah, 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 I think the other thing as well, when we talk about alumni associations, right? Uh, I mean, you and I, we come from Raffles Institution. Right? There is mm. a, uh, I mean, it's a school with a lot of history and, and a very big alumni base, you know? Yeah. Um, But not every school, not every school necessarily has a very strong alumni network or ne- alumni base to tap on, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you talk about alumni network, the first thing is the school must have that kind of history to really have alumni. And, uh, you know, I think some people on the internet are pointing out that a lot of, there's a lot of secondary schools and JCs that don't even exist anymore. Like they were, you know, they were 
merged or subsumed into other schools and everything. So, what 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 alumni network are you talking about, lah? You know, uh, yeah. some of these schools, unless you come from like the RI or ACS or you know SA and all this, what what alumni network are you talking about? There's no alumni network. There's no alumni network of real worth to really talk about, lah. And um, a lot of people saying so. This kind of entrenches that the the elitist idea of like yeah. you know well, alumni network can help every school, you know. Uh, with career talks and, and give mental health advice and all that. Lah. That's already just assume just assuming that every school has a strong alumni network is And they maintain it like, and they have the yeah. processes in place and all. Yeah, that is is you know, that's that's a, a bit of a yeah, something that something who's someone who's very out of touch with stuff on the ground would say. Lah. Yeah. But that's why I I can't understand how he said it. Maybe maybe he also had a slip of the tongue or something. Um Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, but then if he has slip of the tongue, then Straits Times will publish the article, and twenty minutes later they'll change the 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 title <laughs> of the article. Allegedly, like, allegedly they they do that. But but I mean, one thing I have to to say is, uh, I think the this was the same interviewer who did the Shamugam yeah, interview yeah. as well. <laughs> I have to say this time he maybe he took our feedback very seriously, like. Our feedback uh, was that he was smiling too much during the Shamugam interview, like, right? Uh, yeah. Because I oh, think so this one he wasn't interview. smiling. Uh. Because I saw him, I saw I, him smiling at the start for quite a bit. I mean, I, I saw him smiling here and there, but I think when he was asking certain questions that were a bit more serious, he, he pushed, kept the, uh, he maintained a very serious tone. Whereas, remember the Shamugam one, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, fan you're boy like, almost like the face, you're almost the face of the 377A. And then everyone's like, what, what, what was that even mean, you know, to be the face of like, uh, of, 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 you know, discussing 377A and all that. Yeah. So, so I have to say, yeah, maybe, I mean, he, maybe he took feedback and improved uh, that way. Maybe he had a session to sit down with his alumni from his school and then they advised him, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't, the yellow bug guy said that you shouldn't be yeah, smiling the yellow so guys. much during these right, interviews. Right. <laughs> you don't fucking smile. Uh. You don't smile too much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, yeah, he, he did better this time. Yeah. Wow. I have to say that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, like, overall, it just felt like, wow, like, uh, this kind of comment you, you read, you're like, you don't know what to make of it, man. It almost feels like it delegitimizes de- de- everything else he said during the interview. I think teachers probably feel uh, irritated by this kind of comment. Yeah. Mental health professionals probably feel irritated by this comment. Uh, I mean, honestly, as a parent, I also feel like, huh, you know, like he, he, my kid going to school and suddenly got some random person to be t- talking to him about mental health. Uh, maybe you know? maybe if, if Chan Jun Singh was here, he'd be, Terrence, there was just two words in my entire speech. Yeah, maybe mm. I could have phrased it better, but you're getting caught up on the nitty-gritties, la, Terrence. Well, that's what, I mean, as everyone says, that's what ministers have to do. They have to that's be caught up in the nitty-gritties. Yeah. But I mean, not to take away the fact uh, that MOE, uh, Ministry of Education, they have recently kind of uh, dished out some policies in favor of teachers, la, like the mm. announcing the salary increase. And it just feels like there's more attention being paid to the, the heavy responsibilities that uh, teachers carry in society. Yeah. La. Yeah, I think the the other part of the interview that made me chuckle a little bit was, I think Chan Chun Singh was saying that um, he very proudly said that he never goes around asking when he visits schools, he never goes around asking teachers, oh, what do you teach and and or things like that. Mm. He goes around and asks them, what do you do outside in your free time, and he wants to hear that the teacher is you know learning things and taking karate, doing karate because he's interested in it or he or she is interested and. Just having you know very interesting life outside of school, and I'm like, half the time when I meet teacher friends, 
they all they do in their free time is mark exam papers. Yeah, mark <laughs> exam papers. <laughs> So I'm like, huh? Which teacher did he talk to that tells him he's doing karate in his free time? Uh, you know, and you know, not giving like what I'm, I mean on the ground. What we're hearing is teachers are all overworked and overloaded and taking care of so many issues outside of school. So yeah, to hear that yeah, like, someone is doing BJJ or karate classes outside. Uh, I I don't know. I, I mean, interesting to hear which teacher he's talking. Oh, he to, said uh. that he said it in an interview. I don't think I've saw that part. He said someone yeah, said yeah, he, BJJ or karate. No, he said he just asks teachers oh. what they do outside for fun. And uh, he wants to hear that the teacher, the teacher is you know pursuing, uh, interesting things outside of school, uh, You know, such that he's well rounded. And I mean, he keep using this term about having a sparkle in their eyes, uh, And then that <laughs> makes him very worried, uh, very very happy to see that he knows the child is well taken care of, uh. So I don't know, man. I mean, I've looked into many teachers' eyes, and I've you just see bloodshot, <laughs> I mean, uh, blood, <laughs> bloodshot eyes. I see like dead embers of a, you know, once burning flame, like, you know, the, the, the fire is just extinguished. Really, like. That's when I, what happens when I look in teachers' eyes. Uh. If, if yeah. there are any teachers listening and if by some chance uh, you meet Chan Chun Singh in school and he asks you what you do in your free time, I hope you can be honest. <laughs> just be honest. If you are marking yeah. your whole fucking day, just be honest. Yeah. Tell him, yeah, 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 Mr. Yeah. Chan, with all due respect, all my free time is spent marking papers. Yeah. Yeah, correct. correct. Marking papers and maybe Chan Jun Singh will say, but as you mark those papers, do your eyes sparkle each time you you give a check, a tick (laughs) when one of your students get get it right? Is there a sparkle in your eye? And I hope you can be honest also to tell him what you feel just by him asking that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, there might be a teacher who really, there maybe really is a teacher who in his free time is pursuing karate. And you know, running running triathlons and, and things like that. Like, I I don't yeah. I don't we're not mocking that that practice or what or yeah. saying that you are slacker or what. But I'm just saying by and large, most of the teachers that I talk to, uh yeah, they, they, being overworked is a very, very, very big complaint that they have. Like. Or maybe he does he does karate but uh on his sparring partner's uh, face he puts a uh, like Chan Jun Singh's face, uh, like a cutout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't come and advocate violence against a minister and everything. Uh, uh sparring uh, lah, yeah. sparring partner, sparring, uh, sparring, sparring is good for your health. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially now that you know, like uh, even uh, Ang uh, Ikang, uh, Ang Ikang is like on TikTok, uh, learning kung fu, right? Ang Ikang, Ang Ikang, Ang Ikang is learning yeah, yeah, yeah. kung fu or karate, a martial art lah. Yeah, he got some mm. some flag for that, right? Remember recently oh, really? we talked about it. He, did, we did we not we talk, talk about, about it? it? No, I don't think we talked did about we it. We talked about it outside of this podcast. Uh. He did this video where he what did he get flagged for? I mean, he was doing some sort of martial art with some young kids, and then at the end, they tried to make it like jazzy with like VFX and all that, and like a bit of trying to be like Ip Man, but it fell kind of flat. Mm, yeah, I did did not know this was a thing. I said this is my first time hearing of this. Like. It's a thing, right? I, I mean I don't know I thought I know he's very active on social media on TikTok you know Can't. I didn't know that he was doing Kung Fu and that and got flagged for it yeah uh, yeah oh he tried his hands at Wushu so okay. it got it got it went viral for whatever reason then it got I don't know I guess it got generally quite positive or oh, maybe there wasn't backlash uh. yeah so he was doing mm. Wushu uh, yeah. Wushu on his TikTok lah yeah, not everything must have backlash and for you to get outraged about that. Terence, Terence, you know, you sound so naive. <laughs> oh, not everything has backlash. That is how the world works, Terence. You put something out on the internet, there will be backlash. 
Okay. Even if you put a comment saying, please, let's end backlash, you will get backlash mm. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, uh, this was another one of those post NDR conversations, uh, right? Those, those interviews well, yeah, yeah, post, post NDR. Um, and, and, you know, what's the amazing thing? We've, we've managed to, to, I think, find something to talk about in almost every post NDR interview uh, so far, as in mm. for our podcast. Uh, right. That's true. So, uh, that's true. Yeah, straight time CNA, keep them coming, man. Like and ministers, keep keep them coming as well, man. Keep them coming. Keep those little sound bites, about. yeah. Give those little sound bites to talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, so uh just on to more positive things on this rather rather sad uh, day. Uh what is your one shot comment? Uh the one shot comment, right? Let me pull it up. Do you do you have yours in front of you? Uh yes, I do actually. I think uh on episode three two two of our podcast, uh there were you know, we, we did talk about the issue of uh the St Andrews uh secondary school student who threatened his teacher. Mm. And uh, I think we did ask you know, people to give us stories of, of like uh where there were student teacher confrontations and one of the worst things people saw. Lah. So um, you know, I think uh, like a very th- uh, thoughtful comment was uh, from literally the the his username is a thought his or her username is a thoughtful name uh, you know saying that as an educator myself I, I feel extremely riled up when I see students misbehaving um, you know uh, and it's not acceptable to misbehave and behave violently towards teachers at all right mm. uh, so I mean this a thoughtful name is advocating that the child should not only be disciplined but also receive psychological help by a professional uh, not by alumni, uh, not by alumni. Uh. He's suggesting mm. here by professional. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, but he also, he or she also agrees that with Harish that the teacher should just walk away and not engage. Like, because scientifically speaking, the frontal cortex of the brain, which is largely responsible for reasoning, is not fully developed until your early to mid-20s. So I wouldn't mm. even bother re- reasoning with a student when he's so emotionally charged. And uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's an interesting comment because that's also something that I... I, I I've learned recently like, that yeah like, this frontal cortex of the brain which controls like emotions and uh, everything uh really only develops in your d- develops to its fullest potential in, this, in your twenties like. mm, so, so um you know anyone below the age of twenty five uh yeah it's not worth getting into this kind of emotional arguments with them because like, they they they're not able to process it they're not able to process the emotions like like fully grown adults can like. mm, mm, mm. interesting. Yeah. So interesting thought and, and you know give, coming from an educator I, I really enjoyed the comment too uh, cool cool yeah. cool uh, okay my my one show comment is on the Yalabad episode 323 um, okay. from internet lurker 96 uh, it was in relation to my one show thing was the which was the 30 day challenge by Ryan Trahan the YouTuber um, mm. and the comment is regarding Ryan Trahan I was sub to his channel for a while pre-COVID when he made more commentary content not a big fan of the challenge type videos, but he liked his authentic humor. Uh, but be- mm. basically, he said, glad to see a creator I was sub to before being featured in one shock thing. And it just made me think like, um, if 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 any listeners out there um, have things that they feel, oh, it might make be a one shock thing for us to kind of like uh, check out and all, just put it on our subreddit or message us on Instagram, mm. man. Because right yeah. now, I think both both Terrence and I get our potential one shock things through various sources and if there's just a couple more sources, 
Yeah, why not, man? So Internet Lurker mm. 96, if you're sub to any other creators that you think are pretty dope, just send mm. them over, man. Yeah, yeah. Send them right. over. Cool. All right, now on to the one shot thing. Um, You want me to go first? Or? Sure. Yeah, my one shot thing is this uh YouTube channel that I've just been watching a few videos of theirs recently. It's called Second Thought. Uh, I mean, it's not a small channel by any measure. Like, it's got... Uh, 1.32 million subscribers as you speak but uh, yeah I just started I mean they do video essays that are talking about um, a lot about politics but but not in a very dry sense of talking about politicians and, and uh, policies and things like that but more about uh, general ideas about politics and, and trying to trying to do explainer videos uh, and, and, and you know uh, thought thought uh, thought pieces about uh, politics uh. so I, I think for example like the you know, some of the recent videos are like, can capitalism solve world hunger? Or uh, things like, um, you know, why do politicians keep getting so rich? And uh, yeah, so they, they, he does, I mean, the, they, they do quite thoughtful videos about this kind of thing. I, and I find it, you know, I don't agree with everything they say. It's very left-leaning and, and all, but but they, they give an interesting perspective that I think uh, uh, is very thought-provoking and very accessible for anyone who who has ever asked, like, you know, like, why, why you know, politicians behave in a certain way and, and why, you know, the um, the various incentive systems and all that that that, that, that keep this engine of politics and, and, and all running. Lah. Yeah. Mm. So do check it out. Second thought. Yeah. Second thought. And how long are the videos? Uh, on average, well, I would say 15 to 20 minutes thereabouts. Yeah. I see, I see. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, my, my one shock thing is this TikTok account that I recently chanced upon called Mobster mm. Chronicles. Um, mm. They're like, I think maybe 10 videos now, but it just shows excerpts from interviews that are done with what seem to be real-life ex-gangsters uh, mm. um, from Europe, from the US, and uh, it's just little, little excerpts like, oh, what was your first shooting like? And then the guy says, yeah, I was mm. 16, and you know, this guy... Uh, said something to me in the bar. I went to went to my car. I brought out Eddie, and Eddie was what I called my sort of shotgun. And I wow. shot and I and I shot him in the head, la. And then the reporter yeah. says, "Wait, so did he die immediately?" And he was like, "No, I shot him in the head thirteen times. He didn't have a head left." And he just said <sighs> so straight laced, right? Seriously. That, and you, they're almost like like villain characters from movies because they are so like so so much larger than life, la, Almost. So I don't mm. know what the origin of this TikTok account is. I've tried to look on Reddit. It's just called Monster mm. Chronicles. It's definitely excerpts taken from longer form interviews. But holy mm. shit, man. You listen to it, you're mm. like, oh, fuck. Then you think about, they're all like older people. Then you think about what they were mm. when they were young, right? Fucking yeah. hell, man. So you came across this from the, TikTok's TikTok. recommendation. Yeah, just scrolling, la, scrolling. In between holy all those shit. thirsty videos, um, I just yeah. saw this. And I was like, what holy is this shit. old man talking about? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. TikTok always makes me think like, hey, why, why am I yeah, being why? recommended? Why some particular videos sometimes? Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's fucking crazy. So, so I mean, I am gonna try and find out where are the actual, actual mm. interviews from. So I don't know whether this is an account that is plagiarizing shit. I don't know whether it's kind of like a just a shit posting account that's just stealing content. I hope it mm. isn't, but um, yeah, the content is insane, man. Interesting. It is cool. insane. Cool, man. 
All right. Cool. That was a late night podcast. Going to end at one hour yeah. on the dot. Yeah. But, cool. Uh, necessary. Uh, yeah. It's one of those that we had to sit down and do it. Now. Yeah, we had to sit down. Yeah. But cool, man. All thanks right. for thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>